My mother told me stories about a podcast like this, a protected film review show where people who never have to leave, who never have to change who they were. What reason do you have to reveal your secret to harmless phosphorescence? Welcome to the show. I'm your host. My people call me Throw Smiley, but my enemies call me Throw Smiley. Who's joining me this week? I'm Josh Cece, the boy without love. And I'm everybody's favorite colonizer, Alaric Weber. <laughs> you are, Al. Uh, and this is Harmless Phosphorescence. It's the podcast where we watch every theatrically released full-length live-action superhero movie ever made. We gather some research into the production and source material and tell you all about it. This show is brought to you by our patrons. Patrons like executive producers Michael Beckwith and Atticus Burkett. You can be a patron too. Go to patreon.com slash harmlessentertainment. We got a lot of bonus shows there. We've got some Star Wars shows and some holiday ones. Uh, we've got some music shows up there, and uh, we just posted the Leprechaun episode for <laughs> old St. Patrick's Day in order to properly honor our Irish brethren. It's a, it's a funny episode. Usually it takes me a little while, you know, to listen to the episode after we've recorded it, but we nailed the Leprechaun. Yeah, we <laughs> The Leprechaun definitely got what it deserved. That <laughs> show. Uh, this week, though, on Harmless Phosphorescence, we are watching Black Panther Wakanda Forever. broken people.
Black Panther Wakanda Forever was released on November 11th, 2022. It had a running time of 161 minutes. It uh, cost $250 million and it made $858 million. Um, made some good money. Uh, I feel like Marvel was a little disappointed it didn't hit a billy, but uh, you know, it's that that is what it is. It still made <laughs> plenty of cash. Sorry, I had my ears closed. Uh, how close did they get? Eight hundred and fifty-eight million. So okay, about a hundred and hundred and forty million. Yeah, under give or take a million or two. What's a million or two among friends? Um, that brings us to the box office top ten. This is the game where I will describe the top 10 movies of the week, and the Phelps here are going to try to guess the movie I am describing. Uh, since we just did a movie in October, there's still quite a, a number that are in the box office top 10, so I'm going to kind of shoot down, open up the field a little bit to the top 20 for uh, a couple movies that uh, maybe we uh, haven't talked about yet. Um, maybe. Oh, yeah, so uh, we'll go ahead and start. Opening at number 16 this week. That's a low opening. Um, well, it's only in four <laughs> theaters. Uh, opening at number 16 this week. Growing up in post-World War II era Arizona, a young man aspires to become a filmmaker. The, fa- the Fableman? Uh, yeah, The Fableman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that movie. Have you guys seen the Fablemans? Not yet. Not. It's really good. Like it's it's a really good movie. Um, and it's I sense a butt. No, no, it's it's really good. Um, <laughs> Michelle Williams is kind of like insane as Spielberg's mom, which you know. Uh-huh. But, um, but then also, if you watch like any interviews with his mom, it's like oh. She maybe should have gone a little broader. She maybe should have been a little more insane. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I don't know much about his life. I knew he was from Arizona. Um, it's pretty interesting, and like, I mean, apparently, it's very, very um, autobiographical. Like, there's not really anything in there that didn't really happen, which is makes for a good movie. Yeah. yeah. Um. At number 15 this week, um, in its ninth week of release, uh, three old friends are enlisted by a fourth after he has a heart attack to make a movie about the place that they all met and became friends. Harmless phosphorescence. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a Clerks movie? It is. Clerks 3. I totally forgot that that happened. Me too. I haven't seen it. Neither have I, which is crazy because... That came out already? (laughs) Last year. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) It's probably streaming somewhere. It's on... Yeah, it's on Amazon, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Yeah, that's crazy that he made Clerks 3 and nobody noticed. Um, At number 10 this week... (laughs) <laughs> uh there what if what if a woman was mean uh <laughs> mean girls uh mean Movie. women no no just one what if 
What? That's basically mean, mean woman. <laughs> that's basically that's basically this. What if a lady was was not nice to people? Oh, is this that tar tar movie? Tar, yeah, yeah. That's basically I, that's the movie. I haven't seen that. Yeah, uh, I have. It's I'm it's. Um, is I, she mean? She's mean. She mean? She's, she's a lady mean. who's mean to people. <laughs> that that's the movie. Um, How a lady like? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, uh, it's, it, I don't, I got three thorough groans. Yeah. I really, really feel like that movie was super overrated. That is my hot take on tar at, at number nine this week at the box office. Oh, I forgot this in 1955, a boy is murdered and his mother vows to expose the racism behind the attack. This is Till? Uh, yeah, the Emmett Till movie. The Emmett uh, Till story. Yeah. yeah. Um, at number eight. Do you know the chick that lied is still alive? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Like, fuck. Fuck you. Yeah, she just lived the rest of her life knowing she made up the story. Like, yeah. like, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Jesus. <laughs> and on the heels of Till at number eight this week. <laughs> Till two, transform, Rise of the Beasts. Oh, <laughs> For the first time ever, the most beloved singer in the world will reveal herself to the world at a live concert. The voice that the whole world has been waiting for is about to resound. Um, <laughs> I, I, this, no, I, is this okay. a bi- <laughs> you, is it a biopic? No, and not the Whitney Houston movie. No one will. Neither of you will guess this. Um, this is an animated film. Um, it is. Let's see. Let's. Why Nona Wyoming? Wyoming, Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> Yoda, Minnesota. <laughs> it is the 14th movie. What? Based what? on this property. Um, and. Uh, and this is the first we're hearing of it? Yeah, we're not going to get it yet. There's been she, 14. She's, no, I mean, like, this is the voice that the world has been waiting to hear. <laughs> the first time. For, yeah. for 13 episodes. For 13 movies. Oh, 13 movies and. Uh, over, let's see, um, like almost like a thousand. Uh, oh my god! Uh, TV episodes, and, and we don't. No, no, and we still don't know what this over is. Over a thousand. I'm sorry. Over <laughs> a thousand TV episodes. Um, yeah, I'm just getting more off track, more confused with each fact. I don't have a guess. It is called. One Piece Film Red. One It's an anime. Film it's, anime. it's the longest running oh, anime yeah. in history. There's over a thousand okay. episodes. This is well, the 14th film. It's, wow. It's about some, I think, pirates. There's a guy who has <laughs> stretchy powers who's a pirate. <laughs> and uh, they travel and, around and have adventures. And who becomes the singing pop star? Uh, s- <laughs> Good point. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, it's unimportant. Uta. One of the pirates. Uta. 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 Okay. Uta. Uta. Al. 
You know, okay. Uta. Yeah. Uta Hagen. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, One Piece. At number seven this week, a man's sad about a donkey. <laughs> Sancho Panza, the movie? <laughs> uh, Burrow. Yeah. It's the ban- yep. the Banshees of Inisherin. Oh. Either of you seen that one yet? No, I am familiar. I didn't realize a donkey was featured. Oh, a donkey is heavily featured. It's mostly <laughs> it's mostly about a donkey. So it's a donkey show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, they brought the donkey on the Oscars. Like <laughs> it's really most, yeah. It's mostly about the donkey. <laughs> he get his own seat. No, no, yeah, the, no. Jimmy Kimmel brought her on stage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, she didn't get to actually. like. She didn't get to hang out in the crowd. All right, you go to Elton I, I, John's. She's a VIP, Al. Oscars she was backstage party. the whole time. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes just, sense. Just hammered. <laughs> Her dress falling off. <laughs> <laughs> like, have have some respect for yourself, Jenny. Um, You're making an ass of yourself. <laughs> Bada bing! I gotta get a rim shot sound effect. Um, at number you six. Did. This week at the box office, a nun prepares to perform an exorcism and comes face to face with a demonic force with mysterious ties to her past. This is the first time hearing of this movie. No, he was a, performs a play. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh. I thought we were looking at like Sister X Seven or something. Yeah, she, she prepares to perform the role of a lifetime. Yeah. Uh is this just called the nun? No, no, movies? no. It's it's not. Um hmm. the tagline is it wants in. Which is also the tagline of like a few pornos I've seen. <laughs> My life. Um uh, let's see. Uh I bet it's like some stupid one word, like insidious no, no, it's or malevolent. Not, it's not. It actually has a pun title, which is funny. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Prey something. Pray for the pray Devil. For with, the Devil. With Prey spelled P-R-E-Y. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I was close. Uh, at, uh, let's see. At five. I was going to go with Bar None. <laughs> bar Two Nuns a poppin'. None. None for Hard me. Um, yeah. <laughs> At f- uh, the next three we all did last week, we got Smile, Lyle, Lyle, Crocodile, Ticket to Paradise. How many tickets to Paradise? Just one. That's all Just I one. need. Just one. <laughs> yeah. Just one. Uh, like I asked last week, does it cover hotel accommodations? Is that just airfare? Yeah. I would like any money to explain. Yeah. Yeah, because if this is a price is right prize, then it's kind of. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to sell it. Yeah, exactly. It's like the car. You still have to pay insurance and taxes on it. Like, God damn it. California taxes. Yeah. Uh, at number two this week. Uh, oof. Uh, the hierarchy has changed. <laughs> Long live the queen. Wakanda forever? No, Black Adam. Oh. Uh, oh. 
<laughs> I'm with Al. How did we do that? We did that whole episode and... <laughs> But guys the remember. hierarchy right. has changed. The, the rocks. Hierarchy that was the opening tag last week, Al. Because, be, yeah, because the rocks said in interviews, the hierarchy of the DC universe has changed, and people I, made fun of him relentlessly for it. Uh, I, I, I see. see. Okay. He's not wrong, though. Why I mean, they, except, yeah. Why did they because, laugh? Because James Gunn came in. <laughs> it was wrong for the wrong reasons. Oh, I right. think they meant power-wise. Like, they they finally introduced a character that could actually take Yes, that's something. what The Rock meant, but people were that's like... That's what he meant. But people immediately started making fun of him because it was like a week later that James Gunn took over <laughs> the whole thing. Fair enough. Um, and because he's The Rock and is like it sounded very self-important. And at number one this week, the people of Wakanda fight to protect their home from intervening world powers as they mourn the death of King T'Challa. Sister Act 7. Back in the nun. <laughs> Acting up. <laughs> uh, yeah, Black Panther Wakanda Forever was, of course, number one this week at the box office, which brings us to our comic and character background, Al. What, already? Already, yes. Al, okay. tell us about whatever characters we haven't talked about yet. Okay. Uh, first one we have talked about, uh, but briefly, um, being uh, Princess Shuri. So uh, just a refresher on her, because we didn't talk about her very much in the first Black Panther podcast. She first appeared in Black Panther Volume 4, number... Uh, I didn't write down the number uh, in May of 2005 <laughs> uh, and she was created by Reginald Hudlin and John Romita Jr. Um, she's the sister of the Black Panther T'Challa. She first appeared as the Black Panther in Black Panther Volume 5, number 5, April of 2009. Uh, Prince Namor attempts to recruit T'Challa for the Cabal, a secret council of supervillains run by Doctor Doom. T'Challa refuses as and is attacked, left comatose. There are always organizations. There are always leagues and societies. So, and many. Regions. so, so many. So many card-carrying situations. It's like, guys, why? Yeah, why do you team up so, in so many different combinations so often? Yeah. And why do you got to be so sinister about it? Yeah, why yeah. Do, why do you always got to be evil? The Cabal? Like, that's better than the evil League of Supervillains or whatever, but, like, come on. Yeah, do some community outreach just on the side. Um, oh, there was a really good one last week. But anyway. Uh, Prince Namor, uh, I already said that. Um, so T'Challa is left comatose. Uh, Princess Shuri is nominated as his successor, completes the Black Panther trials, and consumes the heart-shaped herb. She was nominated, but she did lose to Moonlight. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, let's see. Uh, so she consumes the herb. However, the panther goddess rejects her due to a lifelong jealousy of her brother and does not grant Shuri the Black Panther powers. Damn. 
Um, when Wakanda is threatened with annihilation, a powerless Shuri takes on the Black Panther identity and suit anyway, saving Wakanda and reviving her comatose brother. Her self-sacrifice earns her the respect of the Panther Goddess and the powers of the Black Panther. All right. Well, good. So she, she became a made man. <laughs> Lady. Yeah, pretty much. It, it was, uh, yeah. Um, and then moving on to Namor, the Submariner. <laughs> He's less than a Mariner, really. <laughs> <laughs> He, he Minor answers, league. He, the the mariner is his uh, direct uh, overseer. Uh, yeah, it's direct. It's direct <laughs> boss. Yeah, he's all assistant to the mariner. Assistant <laughs> to the regional mariner. <laughs> the regional mariner. <laughs> Be like mostly it's around New England with a little bit up by New Brunswick. So Namor was initially created by writer-artist Bill Everett for the unreleased comic Motion Picture Funnies Weekly. Um, the character first appeared publicly in Marvel Comics number one, dated okay. October of 1939. I miss old-timey comic names. Motion Pictures yeah. Funnies Weekly. Animal Funnies. Yeah. It's like, is this really funny, guys? Is Namor funny? Like a clown? Um, oh, okay. So, uh, there there I was. Uh, Marvel Comics number one, October of 1939. The first comic book published by Timely Comics. The 30s and 40s predecessor of Marvel Comics. Wow, so he goes way back. About yeah. as far yeah. back as yeah. you can go. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, in this golden age, Namor was one of Timely's top three characters alongside Captain Mar Captain America, rather, and the original Human Torch, who was like an android. Yeah. yeah. I kind of wish they do a small or maybe like a Disney special, but that story, that character storyline was really interesting. Like He was created by a scientist, and once he ignited and can do that, the scientist buried him underground like a hundred feet where he stayed for several years al alive sure. <laughs> quote unquote it's pretty interesting um, this character Namor was inspired by Samuel Taylor Coleridge's Rime of the Ancient Mariner and the name Namor was produced by Bill Everett writing the word Roman backwards uh oh. He uh, he wrote several uh, noble-sounding words backwards and settled on Roman, uh, which is fortunate because we could have gotten Krieg, or I'm sorry, Kierg. <laughs> Kierg. Which is backwards for Greek. Yeah. No, this um, makes sense considering Atlantis. I personally would have liked to have seen Eknarf. I guess that's Greek. <laughs> yeah, I personally would like to have seen it be Eknarf. Which is France backwards. <laughs> Nari. All right. Uh, the original character was an Ultraman of the Deep who lives on land and in the sea, flies in the air, and has the strength of a thousand men. 
Originally an enemy of the United States, Namor is described as the first anti-hero, eventually coming to the aid of the Allies in World War II. So, Namor's... So, yeah. he, so he killed Hitler. Uh, he helped. Well, he was probably pissed at the subs and the U-boats. You know, those were sort of new, mm. that, that new makes additions sense. to war. Yeah. Um, he's the first mutant, right? Were you going to get to that? Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Um, I don't know if... I, I don't know when they started calling him a mutant. Yeah, obviously not uh, at the but, original time. Uh, retroactively, probably. Born with powers, yeah. Uh, Namor's Golden Age comic book, Submariner, saw 32 issues between fall of 1941 and June of 1949. Um, it was... Uh, like, it started... Uh, Biannually, I think, and then three times a year, and then it uh, ended up being uh, once every two months uh, okay. being published. So it was it was popular; they couldn't get enough. Uh, there was a ten-issue revival in the fifties, and a live-action TV program was planned, but did not come to fruition. In the fifties? In the fifties. <laughs> okay. uh, but that would have worked you know that was the age of tarzan and shit you know like dudes in speedos and right black and white. no 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 no. i get that i just imagine them trying to pretend they were underwater so often <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, b-rolls from flipper yeah it's just him popping his head out of the water a lot. <laughs> yeah. it's like, um, are you in my pool yeah no, no, there's a it'd be like night boat there's always <laughs> Because he has to fight crime in Chicago or something. Yeah, there's always a canal or an inlet. Uh, Namor returned to the Silver Age in Fantastic Four number four, May of 1962. The new Human Torch, Johnny Storm, finds him as an amnesiac homeless man in the Bowery of Manhattan. Upon recovering his memory, Namor returns to his undersea kingdom, later identified as Atlantis, and finds it destroyed by nuclear testing. His thirst for vengeance and quest for identity would drive him through the years. Namor is the offspring of an Atlantean princess and an American sea captain, a mutant hybrid. Yes, American sea captain. A mutant hybrid. Yar. Yar. Uh, the pink-skinned Namor would eventually become prince to his blue-skinned Atlanteans, and a warrior for his people against the surface dwellers. <laughs> the surface dwellers. Um, it's us. Pink? Is that what we are? Pink? <laughs> You're pretty pink. Thank you. <laughs> You're making me blush is why. <laughs> um, uh, quick note, uh, Namora was Namor's younger cousin. Um, didn't go in depth on her. But uh, back to Namor, displaying <laughs> superhuman strength, speed, and durability. Going to depth. Well, yeah, no, because, ha, into depth. But no, no, she doesn't even really get her own name. They're like, <laughs> like we're gonna, They say it once. No, 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 no. But she doesn't even get, really get her own name. Oh, You're Namor. Right. You're Lady Namor. You're Namora. Uh -huh. It's like, nobody loves you either. And she was named after her cousin. Yeah, like, oh, come on. Come on. 
So displaying superhuman strength, speed, durability, agility, senses, and reflexes, Namor also displayed extended longevity, marine life, empathy, telepathy, and control. <laughs> I feel really sad about dolphins. Yeah. Uh, hydrokinesis, echolocation, resistance to extreme temperatures, and flight via the wings on his ankles. Yes. Yes, indeed. He's got everything. Wings. Except for a genius level intellect. Who um, needs a genius level intellect when you have ankle wings? <laughs> yes. Oh, there are oh, no books down here for obvious reasons. Uh, by the way, uh, Shuri, uh, as we as we knew, was a genius level intellect. Sure. We Did didn't hear through? it. No, no I didn't come okay. through. Oh, okay. Zoom is clipping the uh, the whistle apparently. Oh, which see. was which is lame because I had a really badass whistle lined up for the next character, Riri Williams, aka yeah, Ironheart, created by Brian Michael Bendis and Mike Deodato. First appeared in the Invincible Iron Man Volume Two, Number Seven, May of 2016. Riri Williams is a certified super genius level intellect. Yeah, nothing. Nothing else. Yeah. Oh, the whistle. Um, super genius level intellect. Do -do -do -do. Uh, at age 15, Reary is an engineering student at MIT who designs a suit of armor similar to that of Iron Man using materials stolen from campus. She has to flee from campus security with her suit and she tries some superhero stuff. When Tony Stark learns of her accomplishment and meets her, he decides to endorse her decision to become a superhero. Williams, as Ironheart, would have team affiliations with the Young Avengers and the Champions. And I think that covers it. All right. Well, thank you for that, Al. That brings <laughs> us to the production of the film itself. There's not a whole lot of background. Obviously, the first Black Panther was a humongous hit. They immediately planned a sequel, um, started writing a script right away, which, of course, got completely derailed by the passing of Chadwick Boseman in 2020. They took the, the uh, pandemic, the fact that nobody was doing anything in 2020, uh, as a chance to uh, rewrite it. And started filming in 2021. Uh, obviously, I for one, uh, I am really glad they didn't recast him. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. absolutely not. That would have been awful. Oh, my. Yeah, that would be like yeah. no. I, I feel like at this point, your your leads, you can't recast them. Like you can do a, you can do a roadie here or there, or a yeah, or a right. Bruce Banner. Or Bruce Banner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back then in the you, day. You could do it then. Now I don't think you can get away with it. We're we're 31 well, movies deep into the MCU. It's too, you can't. <laughs> well, and for, for a young man who didn't have a large body of work, he had a lot of gravitas. He brought, so it's not even just the look, you know what I mean? Like he had a regal energy to him. He did. No, Chadwick Boseman yeah. really took the role and just made it his. It would have been. Yeah. It would have been weird to try to recast him. The only one that could bring that heaviness would be Morgan Freeman. 
just imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first time I met Namor. Um. yeah so as far as our cast goes uh, we've got Letitia Wright back as Shuri now the Black Panther Uh, Lupita Nyong'o as uh, Nakia Uh, Denai Guerrera as Okoye Winston Duke back as M'Baku uh Florence Kasumba as Ayo. Dominique Thorne as Riri Williams. Dominique Thorne, uh, she was probably best known for If Beale Street Could Talk or uh, Judas uh-huh. and the Black Messiah. She was in both of those great movies. Wow. Yeah. Those were very well claimed. Yeah. Um, those were her first two films. Wow. Um, yeah. Who does she play in this? I'm sorry. I don't That's know. Riri Ironheart. Oh, yes, yes. Gotcha. Um, yeah, she's uh gonna be in the upcoming Armor Wars, of course. Um and uh also has her own Disney Plus series coming up called oh, Iron Heart. Her next movie is something called Freaky Tales, which I have no idea what that's about. Uh huh. Depicts four interconnected stories taking place at real locations during 1987 in Oakland, California. That is specific. So, yeah. Um, Let's see. Michaela Cole as uh, Annika. Uh, Michaela Cole, was she in the first Black Panther? Um, I don't think she was. She is probably best known for uh, the lead, being the lead in I May Destroy You, which is a really good show. came out in 2020. I'm surprised there hasn't been a second season of that. Huh. Mm. I mean, it's it was a BBC, a HBO BBC show. So I think initially BBC, which means that we'll get <laughs> two more episodes that are an hour and a half <laughs> each in seven years. Yep. Exactly. Uh yeah. And as Namor, we have uh Jose Tinaf Huerta Mea as uh Namor. He's is a, a Mexican actor, Mexican born. Uh sorry, he, sorry, Mejia. Mejia, I'm sorry, Mejia. Uh, He is best known for his role in Narcos, Mexico. Um, His stage name, he goes by uh, Tena Huerta. Uh, So he drops his first name and his last name. Um, Yeah, he he did a ton of uh, Mexican cinema, a ton of Mexican films and TV shows. Um, he's been in a number of English language, uh, American produced ones. He was in something called just walking. Um, he was in, uh, the Pablo Escobar movie. Uh, (laughs) oh, and he was in the forever purge. (laughs) Oh, um, <laughs> Namor will be in the upcoming uh, 2025 Avengers 5, The Kang Dynasty. Awesome. Yeah. That's going to be, 
that's going to be a, a cool one. So 25, we've got the Kang Dynasty, and 26 is the Secret Wars? Uh, Secret Wars, I think it's 20, so. 27. I think. But yeah, okay. it, it leads to the Secret Wars somehow. Yeah. Yeah. And I hear they're actually going to have the Beyonder, which was is an interesting choice. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Martin Freeman is back as Everett K. Ross. Julia Louis-Dreyfus as Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. She's awesome. She's Yeah, she is. Um, uh, yeah, their, <laughs> their subplot in this is basically just the... Uh, the Thunderbirds prequel. <laughs> like Yeah. Oh, the Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts, I'm sorry, yeah. Thunderbolts prequel. Yeah. Uh revealing they were married is interesting. That was fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Um Angela Bassett is back as Queen Ramonda. She got nominated for an Oscar for this role. Um uh, Michael B. Jordan cameoed as Killmonger. Um and uh, uh, let's see, we have uh, Isaac de uh, Banacole, Danny Sapani, and Dorothy Steele back as the advisory council, the Wakanda advisory mm. council. Right. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah. Um, let's see. Um, I think that's that's about it. Um, or, or two like, other uh, not Atlantean uh, big characters. Uh, Namora was Mabel Cadena, and Atuma was Alex Livinali. Mm. He was very comic accurate. His headdress and everything. Yeah, uh, Lake Bell. Uh, oh, right. Was uh, there as uh, let's see. Dr. Graham, the and Robert John Burke as Smitty, the CAA guys that get killed at the beginning at the vibranium mining operation. Yeah, we don't really know who she works for. We know that that first vessel attack it was the French, but the people using the detector that we remade, I don't know. They kind of leave it open-ended, I, I feel like. <clears throat> I mean, I thought they they said eventually that it was uh, a CIA operation. They did. They mentioned it was CIA, CIA mm -hmm. in combination with um, whoever Julia Louis Dreyfus represents. Well, she is the the director. She is the the CIA. CIA. Okay. Um, but obviously she's doing even more clandestine stuff than the CIA does. Yeah. I I I read an interesting fan theory. It's probably not going to be true, but that um. Secretly is Dr. Doom, who was funding the search for vibranium hmm. outside of Wakanda. And That's it'll be a way, a way to lead him into that. But probably not, but I liked the theory. Yeah, that would be interesting for sure. Um, Especially because Black Panther and Submariner often went up against Dr. Doom. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Yeah. I'm, it's going to be really interesting when we finally get Doom. I mean, I, I think it's pretty clear. Maybe there will be some hints, but he's probably going to be introduced with Fantastic Four. If he's not in Secret Wars, then it's lame. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if 
I think Fantastic. I think the Fantastic Four movie is supposed to come before Secret Wars, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think so too. Um, yeah. Uh, Black uh, Wakanda Forever has 84% on Rotten Tomatoes, and I have some uh, letterboxed reviews. <laughs> uh, let's see. Niara writes, "I am done staying silent." Okoye was right. The Midnight Angel suits are ugly. Five stars. She's remaining silent. Uh, uh, and Lana writes, Girl Power defeats the Avatars. Five stars. <laughs> um, All right. I mean, blue underwater blue people. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. 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 Now the, when they go down, it's very uh, Avatar. Yeah. Underwater blue Tula people were, were really having a moment at the end of 2022. <laughs> um, D boy one writes every second of this movie was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Wakandans, <laughs> Wakandans can't swim. Oh, yeah. Racist. Thing. Bro. Yeah, and uh, Stop It G writes... Five stars? Yeah, No, that one was half a star. So, uh, maybe I'm unfamiliar with the concept. Is it only five stars or half a star? Uh, no, no, there are stars in between. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, just the only reviews we've ever done. Right. I, 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 one I just look for, oh. I look for, yeah, no, no. I specifically get ones that loved it and ones that hated it. The ones That's in the middle are conceit. usually, the ones in okay. the middle are usually like reasonable things that have points to make. So like, All right. That's no, that's no fun for our show. I like trying to figure out if the person loved it or hated it. Right. I'm wrong so much. Like the, by panic, five stars. <laughs> the word panic throws me off. Uh, Stop It G writes, I'd go back in time just to stop colonialism from ever happening if it meant no more Black Panther movies. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. He's fine That's otherwise. Why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, that's about it, guys. Are we ready to jump into the movie? Wakanda we'll forever. <laughs> Wiggum never. <laughs> Every time. Every time. All right. All right, here we go, guys. This is Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. We open on... Oh, I'm sorry, um, because we didn't mention that Trevor Noah is the voice of her AI, of her Jarvis. Mm. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, Trevor Noah, which is, yeah, that's cool. Because it starts with him. That's why I just remembered. Yeah, I like the tradition of AI voices being like... Oh, a name celebrity. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. It is. Yeah. We open on Shuri in her lab. T'Challa is dying off screen from an unspecified illness. Um, but at least that, you know, at least they kept it, it grounded. The, you know, he's a superhero, but we're all human. So to a degree, so we're susceptible to disease. No, I, I really liked that he died of a disease whatever that disease may have been, but also like that it, he wasn't killed by right in an off screen battle. Yeah. That, yeah, no, that's cool. I, I thought this was, this was a really great tribute to Chadwick Boseman and the character of T'Challa in general, the film yeah. as a whole. I agree. Um, 
Shuri thinks she can cure it uh, using the heart-shaped herb. So she's trying to synthetically recreate the herb because it was all destroyed by Killmonger, which in retrospect seems like maybe they should not have gone along with Killmonger in the first movie. If that comes up. Yeah. Hindsight's twenty twenty, um, <laughs> but she can't do it. Right. It's it's it, it was indicated by his name. I mean, he's called Killmonger, <laughs> guys. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's usually pretty easy to tell who's bad in these movies. Should we go with Johnny Nice Guy? No, Killmonger. Yeah, yeah. Should we go with like <laughs> Mister Helps Us or 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 Miss I Will Destroy You? You choose. Yeah. Uh, we forget that this is not a democracy. It uh, is not. That's true. That's true. That's true. He did defeat T'Challa in battle. So. There you go. Um, so anyways, T'Challa dies and they have a traditional Wakandan funeral for him, which involves spaceships. Um, <laughs> it's a beautiful scene. Man. It is a beautiful scene. I have some questions about what happens after they beam up his coffin. Same here. I mean, that was just like the, the Royal Talon ship. Or something. It was. It wasn't literally yeah. a spaceship. You think it was? They, and they just, I don't know, fly them somewhere else. What do they do with it? <laughs> Deposit it or, on top of the mountain. Well, I was going to say, does it then land and they they do bury him traditionally, and then it's just a part of the sort of ceremony? Because we never ascending. like there, there's no like gravesite or anything. He just they he no, just, no, they I, just fly it away. I had the same question. Yeah. yeah this, where where is he going? Because <laughs> yeah. why would you put him in space? Especially a culture just so dedicated to their ancient land and the ancestors and how holy that land is. Like, no, shoot him into space. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I mean, we can infer they bury him somewhere, but they definitely yes. don't show us, which I found to be funny. <laughs> yeah, uh, to have pallbearers take you to where your coffin levitates. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yes. They had to carry the coffin to they the place where they beam it up by levitation. <laughs> so you couldn't catch us here? No, man. No. So, all right, we get a sad Marvel fanfare. It's purple, and it's a tribute to Chadwick Boseman, and it's all very nice. Uh, a moment of silence. Yes. Yes. We Classy. Got, yeah, that, it, was, it was really good. Uh, we cut to one year later, Wakanda is under pressure from France <laughs> to share their vibranium. Well, and the dude from the West Wing. Yeah, Toby he, from the West the Wing. Best, the best political utility actor there is. Like, if you need a dude in the halls of Congress or power giving a very indig- righteous, you know, speech, yeah. he's your guy. Yeah, get Toby for sure. Uh, yeah, so then France tries to steal the vibranium. <laughs> of all the countries. I'm like, where were you guys uh Normandy? <laughs> no, no. Apparently the, the French government was actually pretty pissed off about this. Like the actual French government was like, why are we the bad guys? <laughs> right. <laughs> it is curious. Not since Napoleon have they yeah. <laughs> been in the game. Yeah. Uh the Queen tells UN and Toby from the West Wing that they can't have her vibranium and get out of here, you kids. Um Meanwhile, in the Atlantic Ocean, the CIA 
And some Navy SEALs are using a vibranium detector to detect vibranium. I love when she lands on the helipad. The uh, the dude has two Starbucks coffees ready to go. Is there a I don't Starbucks? Know why. Is there a Starbucks on the ship? It doesn't have the logo. Yeah, exactly. It didn't have the logo, but it's got the same to go cup type thing, and they're just out on a rig. And the- yeah, where did I, I don't know? I caught it, and it was funny. So yeah, um, they get attacked by a, by the blue guys. Um, and the CIA believes Wakanda is responsible. Back in Wakanda, Queen Ramonda. And it's important to point out they did find vibranium. They did. They did find yes. vibranium, yes. It was a successful mission until it wasn't. Yeah. And um, this helicopter almost got away. If but... it wasn't for you meddling kids and your dog. <laughs> <laughs> But it is brought down by a shadowy flying man with super strength. Yes. I have to admit, I like the visuals. I love the visuals of the heads popping up in silhouette. You don't quite see them. And then the same thing with Namor just hovering. Yeah, no, no. It was spooky Mm -hmm. when it it could have been cheesy. Everything looked, yes. The fact that they pulled off the ankle wings I found to be astounding because that concept is (laughs) hilarious to me. Yeah. Yeah, they did it. I know they've been afraid to try, but they pulled them off. They really did. Um, and, and, no, I just want to say off the bat, this movie looks beautiful. It's it's mm-hmm. this is a movie ass movie. This is one of the moviest MCU films yet. I, I feel like. Yeah, I love the the story circulating that they diverted. Um, special effects funds to make this look better and took them from Ant-Man. Yeah. It's like, give me a break. You're telling me a few thousand dollars is going to make MODOK more <laughs> helpful. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this looked gorgeous. They pulled off the underwater shit. Yeah. All of it. It all looked really good. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So um, back in Wakanda, Wakanda, Queen Ramonda returns from the UN. She was. Um, we see that the Wakandan River border shield is controlled by water drums. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. I forgot about that. The water drums. That is that's your that's your uh uh interface with the computer system. You have to bang yeah. water drums. <laughs> yeah, the most advanced civilization on the planet. Yeah, the most advanced civilization. A, <laughs> a civilization that the United States is afraid of. I want to make that a point because there's some stuff later that I'm like, really? Okay. You know what, though? Um, try invaders. Try and figure out that system. Uh, apparently, it's, it's all just, you, apparently, all you need. It's not water drums. Yeah. We'll try, yeah to the, try, try to take down the shield. It's not like punching in a code. Or yeah. Apparently, like all that. you have to do is swim under it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, uh, well, you know, you can't block out the the fish. <laughs> that, yeah, I'd be bad for the environment. <laughs> Lord, it's it's too bad the United States doesn't have some sort of like water based group of soldiers. Man, they can't. I I understand why America's afraid in the Marvel universe. Uh, Same. 
I, I'm, I, the best thing they've done is split the atom. <laughs> Other technology's gone away. I mean, vibranium itself. I mean, vibranium itself. I mean, yeah, the technology, but also like they apparently have like 25 people in their entire army at this point. Who does? Wakanda. Oh. On screen anyway. Yeah, on screen. Anyway. Yeah, because they, we see in the funeral yeah. procession, it's a populated. Oh, country. yeah, no, yeah. there's, there's, it, it, judging by the size of that city, there should be like a million or so people living there, and we see at least eighty people. Um, Either way, the Navy SEALs try and swim underneath the uh, river shield. They're they're gonna get their butts kicked. They are. Yeah, they or are. They got a gun. Yeah, no, no, they are, but also. I mean, it's uh, where all those people that helped fight Thanos in Infinity War and all of those soldiers that fought the other Wakandan soldiers in Black Panther went. I don't know because they're I understand what you're saying, but that would have muddled things up to see the, you know, just bother with showing the giant. It's a mono a mono type situation. I understand plot wise, but it just, I found it, I found it funny that he was like, I have so many soldiers, I'm going to attack you with 30 of them. And they're like, well, that's good because we're only going to have 30 people defend Wakanda. It it works out. Uh, He brings whales too. Yeah. That's true. Which those must be some deep ass fucking rivers, (laughs) which apparently are also salt water (laughs) for those whales to survive in. Uh, a, a whale a doesn't. doesn't. <laughs> okay, whales. Are, yeah, that's right. Whales are mammals. They don't. Fair they enough. Don't fair enough. Water. <laughs> fair enough. Um. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, um, she wants Shuri to continue her research into the heart-shaped herb. Um, Shuri doesn't want to do that. She doesn't. She thinks the Black Panthers old school. It's a, got real boomer vibes. Um. Well, she's a scientist. Yeah. She's tired of entertaining this this mythology, mm-hmm. which happens a lot. You know, you lose somebody very close. It's a good reason to turn away from God. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That is very much her her uh, arc here. Um, so Ramonda. Yeah, because it starts with a prayer and you get the feeling she doesn't pray often. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ramonda makes Shuri go camping with her. She wants her to burn her funeral clothes in order to complete her grieving for her brother. Shuri says she's still too angry about everything. Before they can finish their emotional exposition, (laughs) Namor sneaks into Wakanda and joins them at the campfire. That's a cool scene. It is. Um, Yeah. Um, (laughs) Wakanda should build a wall and make Namor pay for it. Uh, <laughs> uh, a river wall yeah especially after watching black adam like they handled the anti-heroness of namor very very well oh god like, yeah you know he's a motherfucker but he'll start out reasonably you know like i'll come and have a conversation with you but please be aware i will destroy you if i have to the subtlety is way more it's way more impactful than like black adam's just like i'm I started out mad and I'm going to be mad. <laughs> it is. I do have some questions about like Namor. He's like, I'm going to destroy all the other surface dwellers and I want Wakanda to help me. 
be like, uh-huh. does that like include like, 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 uh, like Mongolia? Like, are you mad at <laughs> at everybody, or is it just Europe and the U.S. you want to take down? Historically, everybody. Switzerland. <laughs> and also, I mean, also, historically, it was all the surface because of the way we've treated the ocean. I know historically, but in this movie specifically, oh. he's <laughs> like, I'm talking about this movie. Um, he's kind of like, I want to kill don't everybody. Think he cares. Yeah. They, uh, but, they fucked around. They're going to find because, out. But, but why? What does Mongolia have to do? What is like, yeah, initially, what was, does Mongolia have to do? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And how's he going to get there? It's landlocked. I think he's talking. Yes. I think he's talking about this, this operation that invaded his land. So, well, no, initially, but he says he wants Wakanda to help him conquer all of the surface dwellers. All right. Maybe he's like, it's time. All right. I just, I don't think he's really thought this. They forced his. Um, I think he's thought a lot about it. Well, I don't think he understands what that entails though, because I don't care how many like fish guys he has. Like, I, I, okay. We need to move. I mean, we, (laughs) he said he has more soldiers than Wakanda has blades of grass. He does. I mean, He's talking about fish, too. He is talking about fish, but how are the whales going to attack, like, people in the mountains? I don't think you're... I think you're missing something. I I think Namor's missing something. I think uh, he wants to send a message to the the surface world. I, I don't know that the story got far enough for him to explain. No, later on. Well, yeah. Going to conquer every country individually. I no, I mean, obviously that doesn't explain how he, but he says he wants Shuri later on. He tells Shuri, he wants her to help Wakanda to help conquer the rest of the surface world. I think he doesn't realize how big Asia is. Uh, Yeah. And don't get caught in a land war in Asia. That's true. Never. Yeah. uh, Hitler thought he was going to take over the world. Grandiose thoughts come with, you know, this sort of position. True. True. So, all right. So, yeah, he uh, he's bl- a dictator. He blames Wakanda for the world wanting vibranium. He gives uh, Shuri and Ramonda an ultimatum to bring him the scientist responsible for the bi- vibranium detector, or he's going to attack Wakanda. Um, I feel like this this point the cow's out of the barn. Once the CIA gets their hands on it, they probably took pictures and like wrote down schematics and. I think they might be able to make another one oh, without Riri. Make another one. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I think it proves goes to your point. I think he, he doesn't he's he's narrow minded. He's myopic. I don't think he does look at the big picture. That's because you're absolutely right. I think he just wants vengeance. Yeah. You exposed us. And That's fair. We didn't want to be exposed. That is fair, yeah, because just getting the just getting Riri is not going to stop anything. No, or this CIA plan. It's not. Yeah. But that's not the way he looks at things because he's sheltered to say the least. Yeah. He grew up in, under the sea. <laughs> exactly. He's like a fork. What is this? <laughs> a mirror? <laughs> I'm going to use it to coat my hair. <laughs> I'm going to call it a wuzzle sozzle word. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, he's like, darling, it's better. Downwards wetter under the sea. <laughs> 
Fucking A. Uh, so he gives them the vibranium detector, too, which Shuri takes apart. Um, they decide that Shuri and Okoye will go into the field to the U.S. to find the scientist who made it. Um, Shuri and Okoye visit CIA agent Bilbo Baggins, a.k.a. Everett <sighs> K. Ross, who's bopping to some RHCP. Mm-hmm. And tells them that the scientist in question is MIT student Riri Williams. So they go to MIT to confront her. She takes them to her workshop where they get surrounded by the feds who want to arrest them all. Yeah, I love that she's so super impressed. And then it's just like, what the fuck? You know, like you showed up and you brought the FBI. <laughs> yeah. It's just fun. It was a fun switch he had. Yeah. Um, so meanwhile, Ross and the feds. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, I skipped ahead. So the group escapes the workshop. We get a big chase scene that ends on a bridge because superhero movie bitches love bridges. Yeah, has to be a bridge. It's got to be a. Yeah. Always this a- one makes somewhat sense because of water. But yeah, yes. there's so many times where water has nothing to do. <laughs> so many times. But also. <laughs> If they hadn't gone over that bridge, I don't know what Namor was gonna do. If they just if they drove in if they driven inland. Well, right. I was gonna say, yeah, it's a very low two-lane bridge, almost like you'd see at the Florida Keys, but this is Boston, so that's like right. the Charles River or the the yeah. bay. I don't yeah. 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 No, what would they have done if they'd headed inland towards like <laughs> like I got into like upstate New York or something. Once <laughs> and went up the Hudson. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyways, uh, they uh, Namor's show, soldiers show up. Um, they fight Okoye, defeating her. They take Shuri and Riri under the sea <laughs> to meet Namor. Uh, later on, Ross and the Feds investigate the battle scene. He finds some beads, which he keeps, uh, that allow him to talk to Ramonda for the plot. I love one agent comes uh, up to Julie Lillian. So we found a da-da-da. Good for you. Yeah. No, she is great. I love that lady. <laughs> um, back in Wakanda, pissed off at Okoye's failure to protect Shuri, Ramonda fires her and contacts Ross. Who's a powerful scene, man. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, his, uh, we find out Contessa is his ex-wife. Uh, he tells Ramonda that the U.S. thinks the Wakandans are the ones who've been making the trouble. Uh, Ramonda goes to Haiti to find Nakia, who's been living there apparently since the blip, to ask her to help find Shuri. Which uh, she was always doing outreach. You know, when we first met her in the first movie, she was like um, helping people being trafficked, women being trafficked and stuff. So it fits her character. She explains why, but yeah, that was always her bag. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, um, I. It seems like she didn't go home when no. when T'Challa came back after the blip. Oh, hmm. yeah, because he came back. He didn't, you know, he came back. He fought. Right. I, it, it's unclear how long 
after the blip he died. It's been a year in general, so I guess we could do the math with like the its place in the timeline and all. But um, but yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I guess she'd been gone that long. I mean, and I know. I mean, because yeah, the kid's like what six, seven now, so like mm-hmm. he was, you know, like before the blip, she she got pregnant and then she had the kid, and it seems like T'Challa, after he came back after the blip, was like, no, stay in hiding, <laughs> don't let anyone know about the kid. Mm. It, but yeah. that would we find sense. out Ramonda did meet him. Yes, the kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But it's also a good way to get them to that region. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. It serves a plot device for sure. Well, right, of course. So, um, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, under the sea, Namor shows Shuri that it's better down where it's wetter. <laughs> Take it from me. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, he shows her the kingdom of Talakan. He's protected it for centuries from discovery by the world. He tells her the story of how in the 16th century, his people ate a special plant that made them blue. Dabu dee, dabu die. Uh, Almost identical to the Wakandan. Yeah, it's like the heart-shaped herb. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, So they lived underwater then. When his mom died, they went to bury her, but they found the Spanish, which was a bad, bad time. They brought hateful language and dogma from another land. Yes. Yes, they did. Uh, not to mention uh, uh, <laughs> blankets. Smallpox. Yeah, smallpox yeah, small blankets. Box, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, Everything bad. They literally loaded ships with everything bad you could think of. Yeah. And sailed over. Yeah, it was it was not a good Rats. time. It was not <laughs> a good time. Um, yeah. So the Spanish named him Namor with a real Nino Sin Amor. Yeah. Which the boy I mean, without I, love. I appreciate that they went to the trouble to give us a, a reason that, that name he was called Namor. Instead of Roman backward, yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, a, it totally fit. It was a little sweaty. It was a little bit of a stretch, but it works, and I appreciate it, the effort. Sin amor, yeah. Um, it's yeah. So bitter at the surface world for enslaving his people, the Mayan people, anyways, his ex people. Namor decides he's going to conquer the world. He proposes an alliance with Wakanda against the rest of the world and threatens to destroy Wakanda if they refuse. Uh, Back in the States, the U.S. government tells Ross that they want to attack Wakanda. He tells them he thinks that's a bad idea. Meanwhile, Ramonda distracts Namor while Nakia finds her way underwater and helps Shuri and Riri escape. They do kill a uh, Talokani guard in the process. They all return to Wakanda. Uh, they kill like, uh, I, I think, I feel like two, uh, one guard. Mm. Uh, the other was more like a, a handmaiden. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Or was it? But secret- she did pull a knife. She did. She, she did. And also, like, they're a little, it's a little something to be mad that they killed one or two guards when they were literally holding them hostage and were threatening to destroy their land. Like, come on. Yeah. Guys. I think, 
I think that that's part of the mental illness of Namor. Like, I don't, I think, you know, it's like, yeah, he could kill a hundred people, but if you kill one, it's, it's a dishonor to his entire civilization. Yeah, that is, yeah, that's fair. I mean, that is what makes him the villain. Absolutely. And I mean, think of ancient Judea. You'd get in more trouble killing a Roman centurion than you would a Israelite. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, no, absolutely. That's, I mean, yeah, that is a fair point. That is what makes him a sympathetic villain rather than a sympath, rather than a misguided hero in this film. Right. Did you yeah. guys notice that uh, the the Talakani people were not blue underwater? Yeah, that was interesting. They only got blue when they went in in the air. Huh. That is interesting. Yeah. Does the effect the air has on their skin? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't I know mean, if it was supposed if they were trying to imply it was a trick of the light or if it was like a bioprocess. They they were hyper. Maybe it was just a computer animation situation where too much blue makes it hard to see. Mm. Specific things. They I were they were hyper color. <laughs> <laughs> if you touched them, they turned blue. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they're mood people. <laughs> and I don't know how to feel about <laughs> mood that. People. Uh. So uh, Namor in retaliation attacks Wakanda. Wakanda defends itself, and they fight during the battle. Ramonda drowns while saving Riri. Um, after, um, I, I thought it was a really funny moment, uh, because earlier M'Baku was just like, let's find the fish man and kill him. Mm-hmm. And he finds the fish man and he goes after him and he breaks, he shatters his club or his staff on his back. And then he gets punched really hard and gets <laughs> and knocked like, out for the rest of the battle. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Usually the guy who uh, declares he's going to kill the bad guy. <laughs> like, let's kill this Fails. fucking clown. Oh, they didn't. Yeah. 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 So um, let's see. After win- decisively winning a battle that did involve nearly as many fighters as a West Side story, uh, Namor gives them time to regroup and come up with a plan. <laughs> And but says he'll return with a full army to destroy them if they don't help him kill the rest of the world. It gives them one week. Yes. <laughs> like, Unless you, you put twenty thousand dollars in non-consecutive bills. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he comes back. He's like, it's been <laughs> one week. It's been one week since I attacked you here, flooded your <laughs> capital, and killed your queen. <laughs> It's like, why is he singing? Is he a BNL fan? <laughs> Canada's premier alt rock band? Yes. The winners of three <laughs> Grammys? <laughs> Junos or whatever they're yeah, fucking. Whatever the Canadians do. <laughs> um, to our Canadian listeners, <laughs> thank you for your service. Um, so, uh, the citizens of Wakanda go to hide in the Jabari Mountains for their safety. Um, I'm wondering how much space they have in the Jabari Mountains because that is a big-ass city that Wakanda has there with many skyscrapers. It looks like, like, it's like, looks like the size of 
you know, uh, any medium-sized American city, Houston, Phoenix, like a million or so people. Um, uh, meanwhile, Everett Ross is arrested by his ex-wife, a nightmare that many men have. <laughs> yeah, your ex has arrest powers. <laughs> Uh, for secretly exchanging classified intelligence with the Wakandans. Um, after Ramonda's funeral, Shuri uses a remnant of the magic plant that gave Namor's people their superhuman powers to reconstruct the heart-shaped herb. She eats it, goes to sleep, and meets Killmonger on the ancestral plane. He urges her to seek revenge because he's Killmonger. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> He's silly for the shit. Yes. Uh Shuri make puts a makes a new Black Panther suit, reveals herself to the other Wakandans in uh the mountains. She drops in. <laughs> she does. She makes an entrance for sure. <laughs> but then somebody from the river people's like, look, we need to stop and have a uh trial by combat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh every- they did did they they did have a trial by combat because they arm wrestled that yeah <laughs> that, oh, right. yeah okay. yeah they literally did the trial by combat that's right yeah um <laughs> i i liked i liked like the role Stallone. that mbaku uh took at this point I mean, a little earlier when uh he told her that t'challa made him promise to provide counsel and uh protection uh-huh and, um, like in this moment, the arm wrestling, uh, he, he knows he's losing and then he just like, you know, stops. He doesn't right. go to the edge of the waterfall, so to speak. Um, yeah, but, uh, cause he could he probably, didn't, he, didn't, snap he also didn't arm. let her win. Yeah. Um, but he's, right. uh, I don't know. I, I like his story arc. I like, I like M'Baku like in character. this movie a lot. Yeah. I in both movies. Yeah. Um, they they just gave him a lot of depth, and I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Well, and as we see at the end of this, he might be the new king of Wakanda. <laughs> Aren't they making either a special or a movie about the original Black Panther? What, what's his name? Bat-cha-ha. I don't know. Uh, the T'Challa's father, T'Chaka. No, the no, oh. the very first one, like the oh centuries before. Huh. Oh, they the mentioned him. They mentioned his Panther. name. Oh, I yeah, see. his name starts with a B. But I, I thought okay, you meant like anyways. the first comic Black Panther, the, like the historical first Black Panther. Oh, the one who no, first the one who first found the herb. Yeah, yeah. They mention him by name in both movies. But hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I thought they were. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Um. I mean, they. Uh, Bob Iger. Like how, how the. Iger and Feige have said they're slowing down, so it's possible some of these like peripheral Disney Plus things may be kind of like unofficially yeah. backburnered. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh why? Just <laughs> well, because Disney Plus doesn't make them enough money is why. <laughs> what it comes down to. But uh yeah. Um uh, yeah. so uh yeah, Shuri uh is determined to get vengeance on Namor for Ramonda's death and orders a counterattack on Talokan. Uh, preparing for battle, 
Ayo uh, assumes the position of general of the Dora Milaje. Shuri gives the Midnight Angel armor to Okoye, who uh, gives it to uh, Aneka, who appears, who is her wife. That's uh, a little more explicit mm-hmm. in uh, some it, uh, some cut scenes. Um, um, was that Okoye's wife or like the other, uh, one of the other, the Dora Milaje? Yeah, the main general, is that Okoye? Mm-hmm. Yes, she had a husband. That was the dude. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. So betrayed. it's it's the other like one's wife. I'm sorry. Yeah, the the second in command yeah. who yeah. became the the general. Yeah, 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 yeah. The top, it's, it's her the top three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Riri makes some uh some upgraded uh armor to help fight, and then they get in a big boat. And go out on the ocean to lure Namor and his warriors to the surface with another uh, vibranium I, detector. Uh, another M'Baku point at this uh, juncture. Uh, he questions whether murdering this guy is the right solution. Citing that his people revere him as a god and they would risk eternal war. So M'Baku is now the voice of reason. Yeah. Right. He's like, he, they don't call him king. They don't call him ruler. Like, yeah, like you'd be killing a god mm-hmm. and the war would never end. Yeah, it is a great point in scene. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, the battle starts. Shuri, with the help of uh, Riri, traps Namor in uh, their sh- fighter aircraft. Uh, and they help depower him with a space heater. Yeah, they realize they need to dry him out. Yes. So he has to go back in the ocean yeah. because he doesn't have the gills, uh, right. like yeah. all the rest do. He you don't have, have the walk. gills to fight me, <laughs> <laughs> right? That's why he's a mutant. Yeah, but he absorbs through his skin like yeah. a jellyfish. Yeah, yep. Uh, but Which the- is what they show at the very. I, I like that red phantom jellyfish that they very first mm. encounter underwater. Yeah, uh, they crash on a beach and fight while the. Uh, the uh, Talakan are getting the upper hand on the Wakandans in that battle. Um, that fight was intense. Um, yeah, it was, between yeah. the two of them, it like was. This, that was the like before that. Namor like barely broke a sweat. Yeah, uh, but now he's just like now so he has, he's dried out a little bit, but he's in just enraged. He is. He's dried uh, out. He's enraged, and he has to fight someone that also has superhuman powers. And it's always badass when when a character has been impaled and they just snap it off. You know what I mean? It is. Like, it's just intense. <laughs> that barely, once she decided that she was going to snap off what I would note was a vibranium spear in previous scenes. Um, maybe it was only partly uh-huh. vibranium. Maybe just the end was vibranium. I don't know. Yeah. No. But, um. She, and she unimpales herself. She has like, I am now uninjured. <laughs> yep. My nanotechnology movies. My favorite part was when she uh, uh, clipped his wings. Oh, that held, held. That looked like it hurt. That did. But, uh, I just. Kept, and then she held. She held up the feathers. Yeah. Like, yeah. The cat holding the feathers. Oh, right. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, it was like a Tweety Bird and Sylvester thing. 
Uh, so yeah, no, that oh, it made me think of pulling out like uh, uh, fingernails or something. That f- seemed painful for sure. Totally. Um, yeah. So uh, while sh- so yeah, they fight. She gets stabbed. She pulls it out. Uh, she gets the upper hand because he's still dry. Um, but she has a vision of Ramonda on the ancestral plane and decides instead of killing him to tell him to yield offering a peaceful alliance where Wakanda will protect the Talakan and refer in return for them, just chilling the fuck out. Uh-huh. Um, getting the upper hand. She, uh, it was right after he said in Talakan, uh, imperious Rex, which was yep. a, yeah. uh, a name or catchphrase yeah, from the comics, um, but she hits him with an engine blast. Yeah. That yeah, was intense. He gets torched. Yeah. yeah. He gets torched. Yeah. He gets burned. Um, I'm very badly burned. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still alive. <laughs> uh, so the battle ends. They go back and they're like, everybody, we're friends now. Stop fighting. <laughs> That's how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to France, for example. <laughs> yeah. uh, he healed quickly. He did. Yeah. I just needed to get back in the water, I suppose. Just needed to get a little wet. <laughs> uh, this It's funny. In this instance, the pussy made him wet. <laughs> I'm here all Irony. week, folks. Thank you. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, back in Wakanda, Shuri and Riri say their goodbyes. Riri returns to MIT. She has to leave her suit behind. Meanwhile, back under the sea, Namora is mad that Namor surrendered, but he assures her that in their new alliance, it will allow them eventually to conquer the surface world. (laughs) He's really focused on that. Willing to bide his time, but focused. Um, uh, Then somewhere in Virginia, I suppose, Okoye rescues Ross from his prison transfer. With the old tree across the road. <laughs> when when <laughs> will people driving prisoners in movies realize <laughs> the tree across the road is never a good thing? Yeah, it's going down. Uh, uh, before that, we saw the waterfall, uh, the, the crowning ceremony <clears throat> that Shuri doesn't show up to. Right. Yeah. Um, but she it's, sends her regards. Uh, sends her regards, but Mbaku uh, is the one who announces that uh, and says that he wishes to challenge for the um, throne. Yeah, for the throne. Thus, just by default, by her not being there. Yeah, um, and that. Um, and I think that's a choice of hers. I was going to say she's declining the title, the yeah. monarchy title. Yeah, she, yeah. she's not going to be queen. She she is the Black Panther, but she's not going to be queen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. They also. She has a certain amount of disdain for that entire system. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. She. She. She's a. She's a Gen Z. She doesn't want to be part right. of this. Uh, you yeah. don't need a queen. Yeah. But she recognizes that Mbaku would do a good job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, right, she's not abolishing it. <laughs> yeah. Right before that, we see that they planted more heart-shaped herbs, or as they keep saying. Herbs, British style. Um, 
then Shuri visits Nakia in Haiti. She burns her funeral robe um, in that, uh, in accordance with Ramonda's wishes. She finally grieves for T'Challa. Uh, we get a last tribute to him. Credits roll. And in a mid-credits sequence, we Nakia joins Shuri. They have a son who's named Tucson. But then Nakia says that that's his, or he says that's his secret name. He's, mm-hmm. he's his T'Ch- Haitian name. His Haitian name. He is T'Challa's son, and his name is also T'Challa. Yeah, he's a cute kid, and I love the way he's, yeah. yeah I he, am Prince T'Challa, son of, yeah, I King don't know. It was cool. No, it was a good scene. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and I'm glad that was it. It was also classy to not also tag on a, like, <laughs> like in Doctor Strange, like hop in the car. <laughs> we're going. <laughs> well, we're you know going. I mean? We don't need roads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They could have, t- like they always do, they could have tacked on something comic y and cheesy, but they didn't. And I appreciate that. It yeah. was like the silence in the logo card. Yeah, absolutely. And it made sense with the kid uh, growing up away from the pressure of the throne. And, yes. you know, if. If he had been back in Wakanda, would he have? Would they have made him like king when T'Challa died? I mean, yeah, they, yeah, maybe they might have. It might have been like a until he's old enough, you know, the queen rules in his stead. But mm-hmm. way to ruin a childhood, though. Ah, oh, shit. Absolutely. Yeah, he would have had no choice but to find his exact double and switch places for the day. <laughs> Yeah, that's why she. Ra- yeah, it was partially his protection, but I think it was also uh, her kind of dislike of Wakanda. She obviously stayed away for so so long. Yeah, yeah. She- so she made a decision like, I don't want to raise him there. Yeah. I- um, I don't know. Final thoughts, guys. So beautiful. Um, I liked it. Like I said, I I always wondered if they'd be able to pull off Namor. He was always a, co- a character I liked on the periphery. It's not like I was a fan, but I always just figured, especially with the wings on the ankles, that it would just be too cheesy. But the wings on the it. ankles is what what I was really, really worried about. Yeah, but they did it, and the story they gave him and his name origin—it just all worked, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I like this fish guy better than DC's fish guy. <laughs> uh, it made me think of. Uh, that giant crater around uh, the Yucatan Peninsula. Mm. Oh, interesting. Uh, oh, yeah. interesting. I didn't even think about that. Where they, they they think that might be where the dinosaur killing one went, right? I, I yeah. think so. Uh, yes, it's called the uh, uh, mm. Um But yes, yeah, it's, it's like the one. Of, I think it's the biggest crater in the world. Yeah, um, it, the Alvarez hypothesis. I believe it's called but yeah that is supposedly the, the media that that's really interesting i didn't even think about that in the story in relation to more vibranium mm-hmm. right good point huh yeah yeah because i love that line in the movie where like ramunda's is like there is no vibranium outside of wakanda and sure he's like he's covered in it yeah <laughs> yeah like obviously there is <laughs> yeah and it adds to his anger and sought for revenge because Wakanda developed their society and chose to be hidden, 
lest someone try to take it. Mm-hmm. Whereas Namor's, they were conquered and were forced by surface dwellers to leave. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it gives you a different sort of attitude being forced to do something and choosing to stay secret. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, they, his civilization would have stayed on land if not for the conquistadors. Yep. To a degree. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know. Final thoughts, guys, before we uh, move on? Those were mine. I'm good. All right. Then let's go ahead and look at our rankings. This is uh, the last one to go on the rankings for a while. This is the last movie that we are going to be doing in order. Um, So, for a while. You know, obviously we're going to do them as they uh, come out and make their way to streaming. We'll be doing them. We're not going to be doing any ones fresh in the theaters right away. Um, but um, I'm cool with the uh, Love and Thunder area. I mean, I, I think it's better than Love and Thunder, despite how fun that movie was. I, I This felt like a movie movie. I, I understand why she was nominated for an Oscar. Like, yeah, these were comic characters in an emotional drama. Yeah, no, I very much. This was one of the moviest movies the MCU has done by far. Um, this was uh, one of the non-jokiest movies. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It set a tone and it stuck with. Well, it. and it it had like real cinematography and like it was it was it was a movie. It was a good. It was good. It was a film. Um. um yeah. Um, I had I had issues with the middle fighting part, which was very. MCU-y, very Marvel-y, comic book, not comic book-y, but like it was typical MCU for like 45-minute chunk in there, but everything around that was very movie. Um, yeah, I mean, and like you said, Namor's uh, motivations were a little muddled, yeah. little sort of all over the place. Yeah, absolutely. But I say number 20. Josh is saying 20. Al, what do you think? Um, I I think I'm looking at it that looks as good a place as any. I can live with that. Uh, below Spider-Man: Far From Home, for context mm-hmm. for our listeners. Yeah, and abor- above Thor: Love and Thunder. Um, yeah, that feels feels right for now. All right, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, going right there. Um, also, for context for our listeners, uh, Black Panther is up at number 10. It is. I Honestly, hmm. in some ways, I kind of like this one more, but... Uh, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, Chadwick Boseman, man. He was so good. Um, so that is it for this week. That's it for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And that's it for our, uh, our, our going in chronological order. Um, we've caught up. Yeah, so what happens now? What happens now is next week, we're going to start doing some ones that we all kind of decided we missed and should have done in the first place. Our borderlines. Yeah, the ones that we kind we kind of argued about or just didn't and went one way and now we're like, well, maybe it should have been on the list. And then also some ones that we just straight up didn't realize existed when we yeah. were doing it. Um, and <laughs> so next week, we are going back in time to do Flash Gordon.
Oh, Flash. That's going to be next week. Uh, our, 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 our missing brethren, Brian, should be back with us then, too. Um, usually we get a, a fill-in. We uh, That kind of fell through this week, so it was just the three of us, but we will be back to our normal four next week. Yeah, he's on the uh, 310 to Yuma right now. So <laughs> The 310 from Yuma. From Yuma, that's yeah. right. He's coming hey. So, yeah, that's going to be next week on Harmless Phosphorescence. Until then, thanks for hanging out with everybody, us, everybody. And I want you to know that you will always have a home here on Harmless Phosphorescence when this war is over. Harmless. <laughs> um, uh I'm Josh Cece, and I think I ate a fart-shaped herb. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Does it come out fart-shaped, too? Yeah. Uh, Vengeance has consumed me, but only the most broken people can be Alaric Webbers. (laughs) It's true. Uh, We'll see you next week, everyone. Bye. Bye, guys.